Blog Talk Radio. Walkers Forum. I hope all of you are feeling well today, and this should be a pretty exciting discussion today. What we're going to be talking about is a little bit about trance, but before I start talking about that subject, I want to um, clarify exactly what we're about, <clears throat> and what we're about is that this is a show where you can learn how to be a Karelian shaman. And so you may ask, what is a Krillian shaman? Well, a Krillian shaman is a person that desires to connect to nature in all her nuances and aspects. But we're a little different. We're a little different in that we purposely focus on everything present. We absolutely respect the past and all the beautiful shamans and cultures of the past, and as they brought all of their aspects towards into this place and into this time, absolutely. But we won't study much about past cultures or what past cultures did, maybe a little from time to time, sure, but essentially what this shaman, the Krillian shaman, is all about is that we will focus on the now. We will focus on your locale, your land, your space, where you live and live at this particular moment. It is all about learning about the seasons that happen within your space, within and on your land. It's about your animals that are on your part of the earth, your nation, your county, your town. So we're pulling everything into your space and then seeing all the amazing things that as like the shamans of old, that exactly what they experienced, we too can experience using what we see and know within this time. So it's pretty exciting to see shamanism in that way, that we're not tied to any particular pantheon or we're not tied to any particular culture. The only thing we are tied to is you, which means you, that we want you to focus on yourself, your place, your culture, as as it relates to present time, the new shaman, if you will. And we're expecting to see lots of wonderful things uncovered because, in fact, there are several, many things that still need to be uncovered. If we just even think about plants, Scientists themselves even say there are still many plants out there that haven't even been discovered. 
and that's exciting. And that as of late, as of late, we also know that even about people and even about animals. That even though there's just as many going away and being extinct, uh, we also are uncovering new animals uh, from the highest mountain to the lowest depths of the ocean. And so our focus is now the new shaman that relates to your place right now. So we're going to move into, uh, well, the one constant is uh, our ever-shape-shifting consciousness. And to focus in on that fact that our consciousness is never static, it's never still. And so many people will think, like, how do I begin? Uh, how, how do I know which portal to enter? What, how can I identify a portal? How do I begin trance? Where, where, what is my first step? Now, this is only a suggestion. There are many ways to take your first step. But I had to pick one, and so that's why I picked dance. And I picked dance because I recognize, like all of us, that, in fact, every single thing on this earth moves. Everything inside of our bodies moves. And knowing that that is an amazing feat all unto itself and an amazing connector to all, all by itself. And knowing that we, when we honor movement, that then there's other things we enter into if we willingly honor the process of movement or dance. That even our very tiny little cells within us, our atoms inside of us, are swirling and moving. And even the rocks on the ground, they may be moving at a slower pace, the molecules that reside within them, but nevertheless, they're still moving. And so magic is found everywhere and found through many doorways, and we're focusing in on this particular doorway. And so we dance, the energy dance, both both alone, which is good, and with everything else in the vast array of the slow-moving things and the fast-moving things. And we are both the dancer and we're and the dance. Nothing separates us from anything. And we have we've decided to be uh, an experience in these lives through the dance. And what we do and what we what we want to experience, what activates us, uh, what we want to study, what we choose to enter into, uh, we can choose to enter the, all realms through the dance. And the dance is never hidden from us. And in fact, the universe herself speaks and teaches us every day. And it's the shaman that knows how to move and read nature and knows how to move between the worlds while applying all of her lessons, first to ourselves, first to ourselves, and then to help others. And the reason why I say first to ourselves is first we have to learn firsthand how a particular particular thing is, is instituted and applied to our lives before we can teach it to another person. And many shamans, that the main, their main teaching is just through living life, and that their entire life, in fact, is a lesson, like all of us. But they recognize it and deliberately honor it 
and help others just through living the best life that they can live. So as we move through this, uh, well, even think of it this way, that we're, we're, an, we're an unbroken thread and that we are a part and made of by our own design. So that means if we make our own design, that means we, in fact, have created this dance, that we deliberately choose. And it is us that created this story of joy and beauty and transformation and clearing the way for, for something brand new, like the new shaman. And we are always both the creator and the creator. Uh, essentially, there are never accidents. Uh, everything was approved by us, by our higher self. And I know, I know there are times that you will say to yourself, I, I so did not select this for my life. But nevertheless, uh, in some form or fashion, you and your oversoul, your higher self did in fact ask for this to, not maybe not in specifics, but you may have said, I want to learn more about Compassion, and then something lands in your life that when it's all said and done, you're certainly a more compassionate person. Or forgiveness, something happens, and when it's all said and done, you certainly know how to walk in forgiveness. But getting back to that story, so you say, so where am I going in my story? That's a question only you can answer. No one else can answer, only you. And what is my purpose? Once again, only you can answer that. So that's that's exciting. Sometimes people find it easier to go ask another person. There's nothing wrong to have a nice conversation about different potentials and different possibilities of how things could be settled, but the bottom line is that it is you that decides what your purpose is. It is you that decides what your story is. So that's that's good news. And as humans, we are in fact both both the, the story and the storyteller. And let that settle into your consciousness. Allow your consciousness to receive just that one bit of, uh, bit of information. So willingly get up and dance, if it's a slow dance or a medium dance or a fast dance, that you're dancing in a circle and raising your hands high to the goddess and the god, and join that. Think on that thought, that in fact you are always the giver and the givee. And so as humans, that we are both the female and the male, and the hero and the maiden and the warrior and the warrioress, course the mother and the father and the king and we are also the queen and as animals we are both the lion and the prey and we are the turtle and her eggs and the owl and the mouse as nature we are both the rain and the sun that dries the beautiful rain and we are both the fire and the wind and and that distinguishes the flame as dense matter we are the stone and the dirt that covers it. We are the black mountains uh, of the new earth and tiny grains of the sand of those beautiful ancient broken shells or the broken recorders, but they're never broken. 
but they only change. In a space, we are the largest galaxy in the largest void. The very thing you think you seek is, in fact, the portal to enter. And as your mind twirls and whirls with the dance, select settles, uh, select one thing and allow yourself to enter into that what shall you be today? Shall you pick an animal? And that's with a power animal, that every shaman indeed has one power animal. And every teaching, every teaching is taught through nature as Shaman Lady Bitterwin always says that, in fact, nature herself teaches us everything. And one of the things that is important to us as we dance, that we are each born and we begin to recognize and feel those energies of this particular power animal. This can, and I just want to let you know, this can also be like a a bird or, or a snake or any form of being. And this animal represents our own unique power and has great energy and vitality for us when we honor and work with it. And that's the rub. We just can't find this power animal and then completely ignore it. For we are shaman, and as shaman we honor all allies, allies that has chosen to choose us to work with which is an honor all unto itself. And so we work with the power animal, with kindness, for kindness is also another unleasher of energy. And as we work with kindness with our power animal, that also transcends to other works. And it also transcends into the human. And it's also our guide to different levels of the world tree, uh, the upper, lower, and middle, and other animals. And other animals can work with us as totems or come to us to offer their energy, or we can select an animal whose energy we wish to share. However, we, however, we have only one power animal. And when these outer band animals show up, they make themselves really obvious to to us. Uh, it may land on your on your head or crawl across your foot or land on the table right in front of you or always show up for maybe on a consistent basis for several weeks or several months. But they make their, their self known to you because they, they have also chosen you. And they may work with you for just one day or they may work with you for years, but you'll know when it's time and they'll know when it's time for them to move on. And so as we dance this dance and we recognize that there's other energies around us, and specifically the your power animal, give yourself permission to move to move like the animal or to move let's say you a eagle shows up as your power animal, start moving like the eagle. Or let's say it's a turtle, start moving like the turtle or swim with the fish, or crawl like the scarab, or watch what your body says to you and how your thoughts are changing within this, your very personal, your very unique dance. And as we go through that, I'm going to give you a a light meditation, 
And yes, even if you're you're sitting in a wheelchair right right now and you can't you can't dance, or your body can't move, but your consciousness can. Your consciousness can fly to the highest heights. Allow your consciousness to dance, even if it's, it's some movement with your face. Anything. Allow yourself to relax and enjoy the, the movement that resides within you. And as you dance and acknowledge the movement within you, you also are purely connected to all that is dancing with you. So deliberately, with strong will, start dancing between all three worlds. And when we enter the, our higher our higher self or our oversoul, uh, by means of the dance, the same things we already possess in this earthly reality system we crave to connect and and make grounded into this reality here on this earthly plane. Let's say we have visited a we visited a place in a dream, or we visited a place as we danced, and we wanted to bring a peace back. You are allowed to bring a peace back and bring it here, and even if it's a little drawing set upon your altar that you, you want to ground it into this planet and be part of you. Maybe a movement that was shown to you in a trance, and you want to bring it here by dancing it out, thus bringing it into this reality, within this reality system. And if we enter through know that we have a choice, that we choose to enter through beauty, and we find beauty, and we only find beauty. Uh, and as we bring back what we enter in, we also bring back. So we enter in with beauty, finding beauty, we bring back beauty, but more developed, more deepened, more aware than what you first entered into the dance or trance, which is the same thing. And bringing back the gift is not enough. Uh, one must then apply the gift in a loving, compassionate way without any ego blowing up. And I mean ego blowing it up is that as we come back with these golden nuggets that we can't allow the ego to stop us and to distract us that our purpose, and our purpose is always willingly showing and lovingly giving to the universe, to this planet, to these animals, to these trees, to people. And if we enter a realm through inspiration, we receive inspiration and bring back, guess what, inspiration. And if we enter the realm through compassion, we receive compassion, but yet again more deep and more intense and more practical. As a person... We can only see compassion if if we are compassion. A person can only see wisdom if he is in fact knows in fact he is wisdom. A person can only see the dance if in fact she dances. A person can only see her answers if she knows she holds the answers. And a person can see integrity if she has integrity. A per a person is able to see spirit if they see through a pure-hearted lens. And a person is able to give beauty, always give beauty, no matter what. And a person is able to see love in action 
if she if she gives love through action, a person is able to enter joy if if she sees her own joy. When we deliberately, consciously dance with the goddess, the God, the self, and the all, we dance with the highest of vibrations. And that's where we want to connect. Those higher vibrations says and shows us everything we need to develop this story that we are creating day by day, minute by minute, second by second, being one with the dance. And in the end, as we dance and dance and dance into trance, the only thing that ever can possibly remain is, in fact, ecstasy. Now, with the, as we focus in on this ecstasy, we recognize that we mostly are settled in and work with the middle world, and the middle world is, is a combination of the lower world and the upper world. And this, the middle world is a plane of existence where humans and, and the planet Earth and nature and fairies and, and all that, all those great things, and, and uh, where other planets are are found from seemingly a distance, seemingly a distance. And this is like a medium energy flow, yet there are many places, animals and people, that, that use all three energies together, lower, middle, and upper. Shamans use all three all at the same time. And as we dance, we move through all three worlds. We purposely say with strong focus, I now enter into the lower world. I now enter into the middle world. I I now enter into the upper world. And as I move back and forth through these three main worlds, I feel myself that, in fact, human is a perfect reflection and a perfect culmination of both the lower and upper world, which creates middle and which creates the human the middle world, Middle Earth is a spiritual and a psychic source of all physical worlds, but yet every world has the same thing. And same with the upper world. It's a lighter energy, sure, and yet, in fact, uh, that's where you'll meet many of your light beings and activating the, the light source. This place of spirit is ethereal, but, but knowing that you can meet your master teachers and your speakers in the other worlds and meet other universal beings that have been waiting for you. So remember, one may find a teacher, once again, any place. And we are, and other beings, we pull. We pull through all of these, especially as we purposely desire to be in them through our consciousness. Once That is what it's about. As we dance our consciousness, we dance into the upper world. We dance into the lower world. And as we go into that ecstasy, we then relax and be at peace with ourselves that it makes us become more aware of exactly where our feet are standing. And then in the end, of course, everything is brought back into the middle world and that to use it in a practical sense, to apply it to our lives in a practical way. Because if we're just doing this for entertainment, then it's not going to go anywhere, and it's never going to be deepened the way you want it to be deep. It's about us truly having pure motives and that we want to help this planet Earth in any way 
that we can. And, of course, once again, we pour back to that story. It is up to us how we want to show up. It is up to us how we want to deliver our gifts. And it's up to us to create our own story and what we want to em- emphasize for this particular day. We don't have to worry about today. In fact, we don't even have to worry about it. We just have to uh, focus on today. What will I bring back and how will I deliver it? And in that we find peace because we know we are true to ourself. And as we are true to ourself, there is a an image that is always before us and it is the sky that, that always clearly lets us know and says thank you to us. The the flames of the fire always is reassuring us and the water as it moves through our veins is always reassuring us and, and is grateful for our work. It they do their work and they acknowledge our work. And there's even times that maybe a bird will fly by and circle above you in acknowledgement of the kindness that it shows you and also as to say thank you for being aware of me and everything that is on this planet Earth. Now there's one to find quote here. This was written by Martha Graham, and she says, I believe that we learn by practice, whether it means to learn to dance by practicing dancing or to learn to live by practicing living. The principles are the same. In each, it is the performance of a dedicated, precise set of acts, physical and intellectual, from which comes shape of achievement, a sense of one's being, a satisfaction of spirit, One becomes, in some area, an athlete of God. Practice means to perform over and over again in the face of all obstacles. Some active vision of faith, of desire. Practice is means of inviting the perfection desired. And that's Martha Graham. And another good quote here is once again by Martha Graham. And she says, There is vitality a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and will be lost. Wow. So true. So true. That's how important you are to this planet and to this whole story. And that is how important you are to this planet that we call Mama Gaia. And with that, until next time, blessed be.